Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dry Creek, or Emily and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people persons paper podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people persons paper podcast. Time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price, and with me, as always, is Brian Sittler. And I do feel welcome. Thank you, sir. Oh, good. We try to be welcoming here. Welcome one and all. Yeah, and that includes our return guest, Trevor Carrion. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming all the way to the studio today. Yeah, it's straight down the hallway from my room. Yeah, right down the hall. It's quite the commitment. Yeah. I applaud you for it, sir. I'm crippled right now, so it is quite the commitment to actually get down here. I wasn't lying. You, uh, you're true. dealing with a foot injury right now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just hobbling around. Yeah. Oh, uh, that sucks. And then uh, yeah, the hobblies. you got some uh, big stuff coming up. Uh, you're a comedian here uh, based out of Tulsa. and you Much like yourself. Uh, what? Yeah. Is I, that the table I'm the way, at? Hilton, I just wanted to let you know you're a comedian in Tulsa. I'm sorry. That <laughs> is... I feel like I should be asking the questions. That so you're both comedians here in Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just found out. <laughs> Fantastic news. Uh, but That's at, a big, big time. By the time this uh, airs, you will have already performed uh, yes, yes, yes. at the Blue Whale I, Comedy Festival. Yeah, I get to open up uh, the, the the opening show on Thursday night, and I get to host the Oklahoma Showcase. I'm very excited about both of them. Yeah. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah, thank you so That's much. That's very awesome. I really appreciate that. And you're doing stuff, too. I am. I'm going to be on that very same showcase you're hosting, and then uh, later, uh-huh. that same day, I'm, uh, later that same day, I'm going to be opening for uh, DJ Pryor. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Congratulations again. That's so cool. Yeah. Good Blue Whale. <laughs> Blue Whale. Blue Whale. Blue Whale. You know who yeah, else is uh, on Blue Whale is uh, last week's guest, Terrell Norton, was a performer. Sure at the is. Everybody is on Blue Whale. Pretty much all our guests. Podcast listeners, you were on Blue Whale. Congratulations. <laughs> you guys did so good on Blue Whale. Really proud well of you. Well done, everybody. Uh, not, I applaud all of you. Now that we have said the words blue and whale more on this episode than any other podcast I've ever been on, including episodes of Opinions Like A-Holes where we talk to the staff of the Blue Whale Comedy Festival. Wow. Large purple water mammal. Yeah. Large purple water mammal. <laughs> uh, a funny, funny time joke show. Uh, but let's go Too back shady. to our show. What are we talking about? The Office. The Office. Oh, and we right. are deep in season four, uh, episode seven or eleven or whatever you want to call it, just because of those giant episodes. Deep in the woods, you but might say. Exactly. We are very much <laughs> deep in the woods. Uh, pun intended. Survivor God. Man. It's a great episode. Great yeah. episode, written by one Steve Carell. This one was written by Steve Carell. It was. Oh, fantastic! And Let he has a good track it. record. And unlike the episodes where Paul Lieberstein writes it and immediately writes Toby out of the episode, this is such a Steve-heavy episode. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to start off with Toby in the first in the first scene. Yeah, right? Yeah. Not only Toby, but suntan Toby. Well, and I like that, you know, uh, this episode really gets at the core of what makes Michael tick. Stuff like not feeling upset when someone like Toby gets something that he doesn't. Being left out. Uh, believing... Uh, a whole wealth of information based on a couple episodes of a TV show this he is saw. A very yes. circumventive episode for Michael, even of him like coming back to the end and almost breaking the fourth wall from himself, where he's very aware of Michael. Oh well, and that scene with Jim at the end—one of the best scenes we've had of Michael really putting aside his facade mm-hmm. for a minute. Sure, just You're like be oh, I do this for this reason. This mm-hmm. is why I am insane. Yeah, yeah. You actually get him uh, like the cameras aren't there. Yeah, when he's actually being honest and somewhat, and it sort endearing. of makes sense. They're tucked back in the corner of the conference room. 
They're mm. not, you know, he's not in a scene where he needs to dominate the environment. He's He may not even realize the cameras can see him. Obviously, Creed's the star of that moment. And he's coming back from a day where he didn't expect to come back. So technically, he's mm. not in charge. He put him in charge. For the day. Yeah, yeah for the day. He came that is back. That's true. And so he, like, it, was, it makes sense that he was able to come back in a non, like, yeah. a non-leadership role. And, and, and shed and, that sort of skin, that persona. That yeah, it was actually office. really well done now that I think about it in that way. Yeah. Sorry for jumping to the very end. That's just my favorite part of the episode. Oh, and that's totally <laughs> fine. We're always happy to jump around. Um, but but yeah, and that and the fact that he, he we we pointed out during the watch, he he uses that's what she said without being set up. Yeah, and he almost never does that. Heart, I don't remember him not being prompted by something yeah. that would give him the 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 idea to say it. Well, I thought it was really kind of almost poetic in a way that it directly followed. That's what I said. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, it, it was just a little verbal yeah. thing. It just made him right think of it. Right before he's talking about, I never know who I'm talking about. He's literally mm-hmm. talking about himself mm-hmm. and then projecting it back onto this whole comedic thing that was really like I thought thought about and well done in a way that I don't yeah. think a lot of people catch. Well, well, and it's it's interesting because this idea that Michael is smarter than he seems is more self aware than he seems that a large part of his personality is really to entertain and, and charm his coworkers, his quote-unquote family. Mm. Uh, we don't see that pull, that curtain pulled back a whole lot. We don't really get to see the quote-unquote real Michael. Yeah, the, there's the, an idea that there's a Michael that's outside of all of this. Like, it's, it's theatrics. You don't, you don't, yeah. You're not set up to believe that it's theatrics in any way. You just think it's him. But it, you, as any person, everybody's different in front of cameras. He just might be that to the extreme. Different he in is. front of cameras and different in front of the quote-unquote audience yeah. of his coworkers. Because as the boss, he almost acts like he's the star of the show. Oh, you yeah, know? of course. It's his show. Yeah. It's his kingdom. style. He even says in a later episode... When he's talking about Pam to somebody else, that like, don't tell her I said this, but she is a great mm-hmm. person and a great artist. Yeah, and that's where Oscar goes. Why wouldn't you tell her that? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's because that's what he's season. doing. Yeah, that's, that's coming fair. Yeah, that is the one. Mm-hmm. So he's just keeping the facade going all the time. And and this is uh, so neat because the choice is yours. These bits have been so few and far between, and. It does not surprise me then to know that Steve Carell, the guy who's helmed Michael to this point, is the guy to most promote the idea of Michael being more than he what he's seen. Yeah, he's using his own opportunity to write for the show to flesh out his character in a way mm-hmm. that I think he would like to see his character be. Yeah. I, I don't think he, nobody wants their person to be a bumbling idiot. And even no. the the moments of like emotional integrity that comes through with Michael like mm-hmm. really shine through in the entire show of The Office. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and then that's I think what we're supposed to believe his baseline Michael and this this like I said it, it almost broke the fourth wall of Michael this episode and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it for that way well, yeah. he, he's doubly humiliated at the start at the very start very get go because <gasps> he missed out not only did he miss out on the trip but Toby went yeah exactly oh, which yeah. is just Ryan turning in turning in the Twisting the knife that much more. Oh, right. Yeah, Ryan knows how Michael feels about Toby. You know, and he could have brought Jim. He could have brought Dwight, Andy. You know, from a certain standpoint, yeah, that's really sad. That's that's not good leadership. And you know, we get what Ryan's been through, but that doesn't. You know, it's really bad leadership. You don't exclude somebody that you know is going to cause bad. Yeah, but I was going to say Michael. (laughs) The whole like idea of Michael peeling back all of the layers and being defenseless without all of the stuff that is Michael is very thematically correct with just the idea of Survivor Man. Even him in this episode was talking Mm -hmm. about it's just me in the woods with nothing. Yeah, and and to think about how defense mechanism too. It's a very good episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and when he is out in the the woods, he's not 
breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. or, or not, you know, like break, breaking that facade. He, he's totally playing it up for the camera. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. speaking essentially gibberish that, that whatever words he can put together that, that sound like words that he's heard on the actual show Survivor the, Man. The third quadrant? Or yeah, the, the three-fourth easterly quadrant yeah. where the sun is and then checks his watch 2 p.m. Jan has plastic boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he does think he's all by himself, though. Yeah. He is convinced of that, so he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, sad, sad fact about the hemorrhoids. That's unfortunate. That is very sad. It's not yeah. fun. Yeah. No. No. Dude. Yeah. Well, it's not. I, I can. I can attest. It's not. Yeah. So, but but, um, but it's funny. We're talking so much about Michael, but upon further review, I will have to say, I didn't realize how much of a profile of Jim this actually was. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, and they both sort of. I mean, it, it, it gets to a ridiculous level when Phyllis calls Jim Michael. Oh, yeah. That's just such the, 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 the peak of that situation. Exactly. But he doesn't, he can't believe, I don't think he can quite believe in himself. Yeah. And he would, he, he's so used to handling, handling Michael shenanigans, he does from the very get-go of the episode. And he's just playing along with him like he normally does. Yeah. And then as soon as they put him in charge, things go awry. Well, it's like all that confidence and self-assuredness that he has when dealing with Michael, knowing his role so well, this put him out of that role, and you really saw not only more of this infallible Jim that we've been seeing this season, where you finally get to make him the butt of a joke, him the guy, the fall guy, Mm. but you see him logically becoming that, because he's in a role that he's not comfortable with, that he doesn't have experience with. He's been a paper salesman for four plus years already. He's dealt with Michael for four plus years running that office. Mm. And look, and the, 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 the staff doesn't help. Every one of them smiles and encourages him to his face. <laughs> well, and he wants to be liked, yeah. too. I think, the, I think the idea of how, how poor of a job, like the idea of infallible or Jim uh, uh, that can make mistakes, it also yeah. kind of highlights how good he is at the same time because as soon as he's given a role of leadership everybody immediately defers to him nobody questions that he should be a leader everybody's immediately okay you're a leader we go to you come here jim i need to talk to you come here and i think he made the right decisions like you saw him make mistakes you saw him say take this thing and go i'm gonna do this change up everything but Uh then you saw him go oh well this isn't working hey guys meeting we shouldn't do this right yeah I, i i made this decision it was clearly wrong and what we don't want so he atones for it. Yeah, <laughs> it, does. in the way you show Infallible Jim, you also show that, like, the good qualities of his characters through the bad things that he does in this episode. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. And go ahead. Uh, the way that he, in, in it, you can see not only just that he is uh, fallible, but that he has the chance to grow into a fallible. great manager. Yeah. 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 I did yeah, that yeah, too. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I will say, I, this is one of my stronger Jim episodes that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Just with his one, his back and forth with Michael. Oh, in that early scene, yeah. Um, I like the 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 play with Pam too. Just the her knowing exactly yeah. what's oh, going yeah. on. Oh, you know, the... you know what I thought? I was like, because Michael says at the end that yeah, I tried to do that once, and I was wondering. I bet Pam knew. I bet Pam was there when Maybe he did Pam it. Was there for and that. she just let Jim fall on his face. Mm-hmm. Oh. I. I don't know, maybe, but because she just gives him that look. Hmm. It well, is Pam, interesting though because they all she do. She knows. I think she knows. Well, Pam does seem maybe the not. most comfortable with like Michael's idiosyncrasies because even during that deleted oh, yeah. scene where they did that, yeah, it's like his for her version of what he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she was just straight up no, <laughs> no, won't go with you. Yeah, not. I like I know what you're doing. I'm gonna <laughs> answer no. <laughs> Whereas Jim is giving blood. 
Yeah. And yeah, you know, you don't. <laughs> Jim Jim's got the perfect system of Which, agreeing. How often is Michael <laughs> asking Jim to do things? Well, the, the, he's yeah. wanting the, the 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 constant theme in this season. Well, one of them is the fact that he's asking Jim to like hang out outside the office, and he always has an excuse to oh, not okay. yeah. go. So, just, okay. so that leads yeah. up to that's why dinner party is brilliant in one way because Michael actually tricks him to actually do it. Yeah. And but that's but that's just a constant thing. And Pam has her Pam's just straight up. She's not gonna she's not gonna fuck around. Mm-hmm. But Jim. He'll keep, he knows how to do it. Like I said, he knows how to he knows how to handle Michael with kid gloves. He's playing the hypothetical game. Yeah, and it's just like playing with a little kid, and he's just looking at him. And I just love he's in his element, and I don't know. It's some like his back and forth right now is just top notch. Yeah, this really is. Um, as much as you see, pretty much the whole office in this episode. I mean, you don't get a whole lot of Kelly. You don't get a whole lot of Kevin. But one thing about. Uh, Toby real quick though mm-hmm. I don't know if you all noticed and he's like when he's describing how great, amazing it was and they slept under the stars and he uh, he says Pam you should have been there oh yeah that's just one more one little no one, creepy one Toby subtle. thing I never really noticed yeah in my passive watching of this hundred hundred times but for as much as you got so many good character moments it felt like a very intimate episode I mean there were so many moments with Michael playing off of someone it was mm. very much centered on our core characters even though it was deftly written enough to get a lot more faces well, even Toby asking to be included in like the group thing. oh yeah uh, yeah oh and Jim expressing dislike of Toby yeah. isn't it weird like you see him at the desk and you're like whoa because you're used to Michael being in that spot and mm-hmm. he's like Okay, I get it. Like, yeah. I get what you're going at, and it works. It totally worked. He has his own little way. Like, he's great. Okay. Yeah. This, <laughs> this, th- all of those little moments of Michael sort of pseudo turning, or, or excuse me, of Jim pseudo turning into Michael were just so well played, and they were mm-hmm. surprisingly subtle. Yeah. Even up to the point where Phyllis flat out calls him Michael, yeah. who was designed in a way that there was build up in those moments, and that it played out logically that she stumbled. Because this was the whole office talking to the leader guy, and that's Michael. Yeah, because it's easy to think of like Jim turning into Michael and not Michael having been like Jim at any point. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. What was Michael when he had that Ex- that, that fanny pack on? Well, yeah, he could have been a younger, more vital person at sure. some point. I don't point, know. Or... He's always been damaged. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but still. And, well, in his, Jim has an aloofness to him. Mm-hmm. Jim has a bit of a... Sort of a he doesn't sarcastic. take it seriously, yeah. like the whole birthday thing. He's My, just he just wants, and eh, we could just do it all at once. What's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, his character would do that, and people would be pissed. Whereas yeah. if Michael had that same idea as he apparently did, he came at it differently because mm-hmm. Michael's not aloof. Michael's no. not doesn't not want to care what people think. Michael explicitly cares. Yeah, you know? this actually happened to me in real life during yeah. this show. Uh, the great place that I was working at, we actually tried to combine birthdays. And then it didn't work out that way. Well, what what ended <laughs> up? Well, how did they do it? They just for a couple months they were like, "We'll test." I think they said, "We'll just test it and see who goes." And it for one one reason I can't remember. It's been a while, but we had a lot. We had like twenty people in the office. Okay. So you know, Jim's like, "We have thirteen people living, yeah. you know, in this office of." You so because it was a lot of it was a lot of birthdays at Fox so. Twenty Three. That is how we do birthdays now. We do the monthly birthday, okay. and oh, it's yeah. usually right around like the first week of the month or the last week of the month. One of those, they an email will go out with everyone whose birthday it was this month, and they'll say tomorrow in the morning we'll have cupcakes, and in the afternoon we'll have cake. So yeah. that way, whether you're the morning or the night shift, you got a chance to enjoy some snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say that it's better. It, it's better in one way, not in any sort of celebratory way. It's better in the way 
that now I only have this nonsense to worry about once a month. Uh, see, though, for me and working, that's opposite. Cause, like, and that's I want where Jim's to, coming from. Yeah, I want to worry about mm-hmm. that nonsense as many times as possible because that's just, you know, bullshit off time. See, <laughs> I'm down for it in any job. <laughs> so I think it really comes down to how you view, how you think your work views your time usage. Well, and that's also kind of how I felt of, like Jim cares about the job. That was a that was mm-hmm. kind of a nod to him like caring about his productivity at that paper company. Or like, he was mm-hmm. working that job in a way that taking the kind of time away from work well, a few sales. Minutes, yeah. That makes a lot of sense actually. It's, it can it be a casual literal money for him. So yeah. it can No, but also like I think Jim's the kind of guy too who he doesn't need to have a cake as an excuse for a break because yeah. he just wants to stop doing yeah, he work just, he'll just stop oh yeah he just hides. this is true that's yeah. a good point for kind of a, the lazy guy of the show he's definitely yeah, stepped it up that. just a little bit i relate I to that yeah <laughs> like 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 i, I like at, at at my job if in, in most of our team's cases there's a few who would who would say no yeah. uh if there is moments of free time you're not expected to act like you're working like if oh, you that's nice yeah it, yeah it's it's, it's in most cases, I'm no, sure. No, if you're people... leaning, it could be cleaning type of situation. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, if, like, say I'm surfing the internet and um, coworkers come by, I'll shut that stuff down because coworkers are around and we should be focused on work. Yeah. But if someone stumbles on me looking at some nonsense website, I don't feel like, oh, you've caught me. Yeah. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is what I was looking at. It's a dumb thing, huh? You know? Yeah. Right. One of the specific to workplace culture things. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and, this, go ahead. And uh, and yeah, and I I think that's the thing is 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 the office. Maybe to some members, it is the kind of place where they want that break. We hear yeah. that from um, Stanley. Yeah, uh, Stanley says the the Kevin uh, Kevin. I very no, much Kevin. related. He to just Kevin. waits for the break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he <laughs> all his day is just waiting for the break. I deserve mm-hmm. a break. Yeah, I took Most an extra insulin shot. <laughs> oh, that's such a good one. If I don't <laughs> eat something, I might die. <laughs> Why don't you just eat an apple? Why don't you, you just mind, mind your business? Your <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the fact too that like I don't know a whole lot about diabetes, but can you not eat an apple and some cake? Could he not have both? Uh, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, depends how much cake he has. Let's see. You. No, he just doesn't. Because you just, can't overdo the sugars either in a in a single situation. I don't know. You right. take the insulin so your body can handle. I don't the know. Glucose. I don't. I don't. We take are insulin. not doctors, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. No, no. <laughs> do not. Trust I take I take metformin for what it's worth. So I'm not I am not informed in the insulin ways. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Oh. No. Okay. What do you take metformin? So for t- my type two. Yeah. Yeah. Metformin is. Yeah. That so it's it, just a pill I take every day. Oh, he's not related to George Foreman. Okay. Not really. So, okay. Cool. It's so George, weird that it's diabetes the met, it's the has met. a sequel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Type type one's the kind that needs insulin. That's a type one diabetic. That's right. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah, the sequel. My dad was the whatever. It's better kind than the original. Stabbed actually, himself in, in the belly. Irony. What's that? <laughs> My dad was whatever kind stabbed himself in the belly with that, insulin. Deals. That's type that's one. one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Uno. Yeah. Uno. Uh, Umer uh, Uno. I've got a good friend with a kid that's uh, type one, and he, he they worry about stuff at school like access to the insulin and stuff. You know, they have to make yeah, sure that's actually the that's thing. that's a that's a big thing. Who said the days. diabetes line? Who? Stanley. 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 Oh, yeah. And there's always yeah. yeah. Michael had it. There was a moment with Michael and Stanley of just like really good Michael aloofness of like 
not wanting to be racist through clearly being racist of the black don't crack. I'm not talking about crack the drug. <laughs> oh, yes. Did he say blacks don't blacks crack? Don't, blacks don't crack. Oh, he, says, okay. he says black do crack, not yeah. crack the drug. Yeah. Because, yeah, I he, wrote oh, that Oh, blacks down do crack. Yeah, yeah, right. right <laughs> now, right, the, 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 the real line is supposed to be black, blacks don't, blacks crack. don't crack. crack. The idea that... Not the, crack the drug. Yeah. But his... <laughs> Stan, Stanley's face of joy just going like... Yeah. <laughs> 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 it just goes 180 the other way. <laughs> but he actually... <laughs> it's just... It's just that, that's... Everybody was having fun in all those party party videos. That was the irony. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a pain in the ass maybe if you have a lot of people to you, but everybody seemed to be having a good time, and Michael could actually excel at that, even if he's inappropriately saying surprise <laughs> to all of his birthday. That's an interesting question. Did Michael Scott become the guy that throws himself 110% into the parties when he couldn't reduce the parties himself? He wouldn't. They wouldn't allow him in the party. Yeah. So now he can make his own party. Has to be the party. He yeah. has to be the and he has to be the party. The guy with the lampshade. The guy who actually yeah. pulls the lampshade out and put and puts it on. It's who was happening. asking for the chocolate whale? It wasn't his birthday. Andy. Andy. I love yeah. how it wasn't his birthday, yeah. and he got the chocolate whale and the mushroom yeah. caps. And that's yeah. and that goes <laughs> deeper. That goes deeper into the gym thing because when he sits down with Pam at the lunch table and he's like, "Wow, you're really getting things done." He's like, "Yeah, I guess everybody likes me," and that's when Creed almost takes his head off, but. That's oh. the thing. He wants people. To, he wants. He wants to be the popular boss. Yeah. He wants to be the anti Michael Scott. Yeah. But yeah. he he's disrupting the ecosystem though. Yeah. Unknowingly. Well, well, yeah, and he's not. He's not. His the even that email he sends out. He's coming at it from the one angle of we have to do this a lot. Yeah. Let's just reduce it so we don't have to do it a lot. Right. And I think he deserved exactly what he got after he did that with and or gave Andy. That much leeway. Yeah. Yeah. Angela finally had a reason to legitimately be pissed. Yeah. I love the fact that she was so quick to just snap at him. I swear to God, yeah. he he shuts the door when Toby comes in. I swear to God they did. And then all of a sudden she's right there with the door open. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. I could oh. be wrong. I need to rewatch. Uh, but it's funny. It doesn't it's not bad. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. This but, is uh, the uh, this is a it's a real focused right. episode. I yeah, mean, very much so. We don't see a whole lot of meandering scenes. There's not a lot of scenes no. that aren't uh, integral to the plot. It still it stays on track. There's not a lot of space. You got the survivor man. You got to get we, Michael yeah, out of the office. Him out mm-hmm. in the woods doing whatever. Get him back, and then you have the oh, birthday well, storyline. And then you yeah. And then and you have du- and then you have Dwight in the middle of it all. Oh yeah. And him uh, and Dwight in the car. Oh, Dwight, like, is a legit survival He, he is a... He <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. I, yeah. love that, I love that deleted scene we just saw where he, uh, Michael's trying to tout Dwight on how he can survive, and he just looks at him like... Mm, yeah. oh, that was such a good facial expression oh, from yeah. Dwight. That was great. Rain Wilson nailed that. He it, did nail that. It, one. It, it, that kind of reaction, though, wasn't very true to Dwight. No. Dwight doesn't do subtle. He doesn't look... No. Eh, Sure, you know, like that's true. That's true. I, I could see what would be like, false. Michael, you would die. Yeah, false. false. You will die. You would die. Negative. And Michael would just, but still, and they could have done that. Michael would just be like, no, you'd be eaten by predators. You're wrong. I'm, <laughs> but he is the like Dwight. And you see a little bit of that. You see a little bit yeah. of Dwight telling him how it is uh, in the car when they're driving. And Dwight's like, you know, I would, no, I would, what is it? I would take your teeth yeah, and take your, your teeth and cut off your fingernails. I love how fingertips, fingertips yeah. <laughs> And he'd be called the overkill killer. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's the overkill killer. He's thought so much about who he would be as a serial killer he, that he has his own stripper name, serial killer yeah. name. That could have been his other second life. Come on the stage right now. <laughs> the overkill yeah. killer. His third life, if they made that on computer. Right. Uh, I think that uh, but Dwight, 
a couple di- a couple decisions or I don't know nature nurture whatever he could have been a serial killer oh yeah and an effective one I might add and he could like, have been a survivor man he yeah. he yeah. It, Dwight's the kind of guy who honestly if he went out there and did I mean during this episode we see him gathering eggs and cooking them yeah. nonchalantly you know? about yeah. two more minutes like yeah. he's done this just before. knows his shit yeah <laughs> I read on a- I was reading on AV Club about this episode they had a great description like he's the kind of guy who on y2k was hoping everything was gonna fuck up yeah and just see uh-huh. like how you know and, and see if he can like, make see it. if i can yeah. make it yeah he's excited about it even yeah like he had or he had like eight different like scenarios on what to do and was almost show. and was almost disappointed when it didn't happen dwight between the years of 95 and 2003 would be fun dwight yeah there's <laughs> a prequel that could. Uh, yeah, that's a good time that. period for Dwight. <laughs> just no, actually, just like '95 right up to 2000. I want. I just want preparing for Y2K Dwight. Yeah. I want '80s Dwight. I want hair metal Dwight. <laughs> right. I want. I want Motley Crue. How many times has seen Crue live? <laughs> they come up way too often for him. Uh, uh, we saw him in the deleted scene, but for as much as this uh, episode is kicked off by Ryan, he's not even in the actual episode. Which yeah, is no, he no, he, d- but he does play a, an integral role in setting Michael off, and that's just Michael's classic trying to. He's making fun of what hurt him so much. This is the only way that he can, and then just his first actual inclination is not to go to the forest alone. He wants to take Jim. Oh yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and, and immediately plays it off like okay, okay. You know what? That's not how a guy he goes by himself, mm-hmm. and he like emphasizes it, and then he's like, unless you have oh, other pl- unless, unless your plans change, not going to change. Another <laughs> another bit of a, a, a casual uh, a obscenity out of Michael is is his the way oh. he essentially describes camping as gay, yeah, uh, yeah. complete yeah. with little and, hand and gestures, s'mores, yeah, with yeah. the little and. And so the and bro- also, broken fuck ma- him. Hanging out in the woods and eating s'mores is awesome. <laughs> that <laughs> no, sounds like a blast. No, Hilton, that's straight up Broken Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Broken Mountain. Yeah, that's what he calls it. Yeah. Oh, God. The only thing broken is his fucking psyche. And I'll tell you what, though. You know, what's really neat here is these examples, that and his racism with Stanley, um, very true to, the, and we've talked endlessly on the show about how it's it's born of a place of ignorance. Yeah, do you see well, like, typically how, not hate, right? And, and you see like how Jim kind of like what's that? And like when he does the arm thing, Jim goes like, "What's that?" And he's oh, like, nice. oh, yeah, broken mountain. And, he's oh. like, and Jim's just kind of playing along. He's like, "Yep, you're dumb shit." I God. love shit like that though. That like, what's that? Because that's that's Jim holding Michael accountable. Yeah, in in, that's, in, in, in a, a very subtle way, way yes, you know, in a just playful way. Just like, yeah. no, don't hand motion me. What are you saying? You saying you're homosexual if you go fucking camping? You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, and and if so, who gives a fuck? You know. Yeah, how damaged are you, man? Like, that's that's his only. Yeah, but it's not. Here's the thing: Michael's not. He doesn't have a problem with anyone. No. What Michael does, though, is he's a kid who was raised on stereotypes, and uh, um, you know, this guy raised on TV and movies. Right. Follows the flow. Exactly. The Mm -hmm. the the path of least resistance, Mm -hmm. and that's always usually kind of ignorance. Yeah. 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 And and yeah, like you do when you're you can when you're a kid. And yeah, he was a big kid too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're all of the generation of kids who were like, "Oh, that's gay." Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's in the right. beginning of season three. He's got the whole monologue about yeah. how he, uh, you know, that's that's not what he would use the word for or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just wonder why he sang, Why does he have to sing the high note in Happy Birthday? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is. I, that's the little detail of this episode. Whereas last week was Dwight with the eyes. Yeah, I felt like this was his little that little detail they kept bringing up 
as he sings here and here and there. And what was it Dwight with the eyes last week? Uh, well, the eyes are the groin of the head. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they keep going for the eyes during the <laughs> and they just suddenly the go back to it every now and then, back to the well, and it works. It works yeah. perfectly. Yeah, no, and that, that's that's the neat thing about this show is it 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 it's we're, we're, I don't feel like we're seeing the episode as jam packed as we were seeing back in season three. Like there was, I, I felt like every line was perfectly not wasted. But what I'm mm. seeing here more is neat writing tropes mm-hmm. like callbacks, you know, stuff like that. Like not well, only you know, the characters yeah. established at this point, to where you kind of can rely on who the audience knows them as for half of the joke. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like when Toby's talking about his birthday that was at 4.58 in the parking lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah. What you have to know about Michael to, for that scene to work, and then to turn around and what you have to know about Michael and Toby for the yeah. Jim and Toby scene to work at all. Yeah. Um, as someone who hasn't seen all of The Office, my favorite of all of it I have consumed is this scene in this episode where um, Dwight randomly shows all of his uh, office, all the weapons. The office yeah. weapons. Yeah, where he has knife filed he's under Mr. Mr. A knife. Mr. A knife, <laughs> 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 I presume. He's got a blow, a blow gun and dart. Blow gun and dart in the in the in, in the uh, in the toilet. Mm-hmm. A sword in the ceiling. Um, God. And I love his philosophy oh. that it's better to be hurt by someone you know accidentally than by a stranger on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Right? Yeah. Which that makes that's good wisdom now. He saved Jim's life. Yeah. Pepper spray, which yeah, he has that underneath his uh, chair apparently. That's also still there. It's a fucking blowgun. <laughs> well, and then I love it too because he 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 has that speech while Michael's in the woods about how he will he will let harm befall him. He will even let him die. But sure enough, does that not crack the minute Michael goes after those mushrooms? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. What the what is the line of oh, yeah. death and integrity? Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Is I, that... I I looked them up. I don't know if they necessarily cause death. Maybe if you're not attended to. Okay. Potentially, Mushrooms? yeah. No, those those okay, particular those specific ones. I think ones. it's I think it's listed in Wikipedia or gotcha. Thunderpedia. Oh, okay. But I think um, you'll definitely you'll definitely feel you'll definitely feel ill and probably vomit, mm-hmm. which is why that other deleted scene. Oh, I made, see here. Made so much sense to me. The mushroom Michael was about to consume was the species known as a uh, hypholoma fascicul- fasciculari. Oh God, hypocloma fasciculari. Yeah. You don't say. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. No, no, hypholoma. Oh, oh. Then that one's fine. No, okay. Yeah, okay. Hypochoma is the worst. Uh, most commonly known as the clustered wood lover, a type of mushroom common in woodland areas that grow on rotting trees, stumps, or trunks. The mother load. Likewise, it is poisonous, and symptoms of consumption would result in no death, sadly, but diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, protonuria, and collapse. And we're going to go one link further because I don't have so a eventually clue what death. protonuria is. Oh, Oh, proteinuria. My bad. It has to do with proteins. In oh your yeah, pee. Mm-hmm. You don't. You, you don't want them pre pee proteins. It's it's yeah. runners get it. Oh okay. Yeah, sure. if you people who run like a hundred miles, it's when your muscles start to like break down into your blood cells, and then you pee oh. Coca Cola colored. Right. Oh. Oh okay. See, I have a hard time believing. Yeah, if unchecked, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're eventually you're gonna die. Of that. Some I'm mushrooms yeah, do terrifying things to you. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's some that make like, you go crazy. I know there's that. a mushroom that like systematically shuts down like mm-hmm. from your fingertips control of your body, and yeah. then you just go into cardiac arrest when it hits your heart. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah so game over. You're just going numb. Yeah, from fingertips mm-hmm. to you're dead. Well, what's really neat here too is Michael. Michael's whole worldview is pieced together a piecemeal and often just leaves him looking like an idiot. And yeah. we, we, we see it, uh, you know, even going back to his, his 
his ideas of what kind of jokes are appropriate, like his, his, his gay jokes over camping, you know. Right. But here, we actually have a situation which we don't really see where Michael's confidence in his own stupidity <clears throat> could actually get him really, really hurt. Yeah. You know? Won't kill him, but it'll, you know. Yeah. Luckily. And, and I luckily. think, and I mean, I think Dwight had no choice, really, once he realized. Well, he, he knew. Hmm. He knew it was not going to end well eventually. So as soon as he starts, I mean, as soon as he starts cutting off of his, his um, pant leg, yeah, oh. he's already just terrified. Which he does while they're on his legs. Oh. <laughs> and, and he, t- <laughs> yeah, by the and way. And that, that one slice where, like, you can see where he probably almost cut his leg open. Yeah, right. By he looks artery. almost like a, yeah, like a crazy person. Like somebody you see in a movie who's, like, deranged. Yeah. And, like, just trying to freak somebody out. <laughs> That's not what they would do. And I love the idea that he watched Survivor Man and saw the guy with a, with a vast knowledge of what in his vicinity was able to be used as an item to make or, or do something. And he just simply said, all that means is you take whatever's around and you do something with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you try not to die. <clears throat> yeah. Like, that's it. Like, there's no talk of, like, living or, like, or like you know, just the, you know? that's the way he describes it. Got this extra fabric. Got to wrap it around my neck for neck <laughs> comfort. <laughs> 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 a kerchief, kerchief, if you will. Put, I'm going to wear part of my pants as a hat. It's, it's, I taped my hat back onto my leg. It's, yeah. too ba- it's too bad that he and Jan had to get rid of Satellite because he needed to watch more episodes of this show. <laughs> a lot more. Yeah. yeah I, I love the Jan little uh, mention at the start, too. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, they still are together. I, I still together, but, but they're broke, so they don't have Satellite. Yeah, when yeah. you and I had Satellite. <laughs> they yeah. had because that's and that show is still going, yeah. apparently. Survivor Man. And I Wikipedia it because oh. of this show. Is that the one with Les Stroud, or is that the one with the bullshit guy? I, I don't remember. know. We will find out in mere moments. Bear Grylls. In Canada, Bear Grylls. Okay. I know Les Stroud is supposed to be legit. Bear Grylls is supposed to be. Les Les Stroud is Survivor Man. Okay. Yeah. You know who else could be a survivalist? Uh, Definitely would give uh, Dwight a run for his money. Is Creed? Oh yeah. Oh, um, and man, this is a great Creed episode. This is a full range Creed episode. Yeah, <laughs> because you get to see him in his scariest. Probably, I think we've ever seen mm-hmm. him. Want a peach cobbler? Tell her for Creed. <laughs> yeah, she'll know, know what, what that, that means. means. <laughs> to his absolute goofiest at oh, the yeah. end with that little oh god, that little that face that he makes. That may be one of my all time favorite moments in this show. Is oh, Creed's sure. face when he's skipping around the room. <laughs> god, <laughs> skip around the, the room. <laughs> It gets my mind on a loop. I can't stop saying it. Was that a thing? <laughs> oh, I looked it up, actually. I never, I never heard this. Yeah. I don't know if anyone of us went to a party where they said this, but skip around the room. Skip around the room. That, we won't shut up until you skip around the room. That's and the that's actual the fucking Yes. And it's that, not from the office, huh? No. That's crazy. I, I don't yeah, know if it's no. maybe maybe it's a Scranton regional thing. It's a New Hampshire right? thing. Yeah, yeah, or a Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania thing. Right? But yeah. I was like, oh, that's a thing. Okay. I do like the Fudgy the Whale name drop because I grew up in in the East Coast where Carvel was out there. See, I yep, I so was I, I was knew deprived Fudgy of the, the Whale. Did you? Yeah. So you understood Andy's affinity for Fudgy? Oh sure, yeah. Okay. It looked interesting. I, seeing him eat it at the end, it looked tasty. I don't know what we're talking about. It's a frozen dessert treat. What is cake. in the Fudgy? Like the a whale? Choco Taco? Uh, yeah, essentially. Oh, but it's a it's a cake right. shaped like a whale. Yeah, I just brought him. Some. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> I miss those. But I, I imagine just what chocolate cake and something. Let's see what's and in fudge. it. Fudge. <laughs> we know that much. Jim shouldn't have got it, <laughs> but I'm glad he did. 
what is yeah? What was that party budget like? They had to have spent like I'm a homemade cobbler. Yeah, the budgeting from the party planning committee on thirteen birthdays a year is pretty impressive. Oh yeah, there's a fudgy the whale. Yeah. Okay, yeah, is that made out of ice cream? Yeah, that's that an ice cream cake. Delicious. Me like the ice cream. Oh yeah, he says it. Me like the ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. And it's got like some crunchies around the side. I think with with <laughs> with a side of um, mushroom caps and. Pizza rolls? How? Here's my deal. The Wikipedia page for Fudgy the Whale, and I, I, I admit I'm sort of skimming, but I think I've got some good skim talent, uh, does not have what's in Fudgy the Whale. I have where it was created, How the companies it? that created it, uh, when it was in an episode of Archer. Well, <laughs> you know, I got a lot of shit that's not what's in a Fudgy the Whale. Very disappointing, Wikipedia. It's open source editing. Nobody knows. We are going to find out, and we're going to add secret, that to the page. Secret sauce? Yeah. Yeah. It's all just Big Mac sauce inside of Fudgy the Whale. It is. Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> that I is not true. It. And Big Mac sauce. <laughs> Big Mac sauce is not Thousand Island dressing. It's not. Uh, I know. I know. It's a mix. Does it involve Thousand Island dressing? No. Mm. I've been lied to. Which one's Thousand Island dressing in? I don't think. It, people think it's Nobody Thousand has Island it. dressing. <laughs> it's the closest, like, analogous thing you can get because it's, like, a mayonnaise-based thing. But it's not really. You put, like, oh, Italian so. seasoning, and it's got, like, I think it's got chopped up little artichokes in it or anchovies or something like that. Mm. I never know. It's delicious. <laughs> I love the Big Mac sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I had a Big Mac. Uh, a few months ago, you brought one home. Because <laughs> oh. it was the first time I think you'd ever had one. Probably right. Probably I right. did have that random day where I was like, wow, I'm like in my early 30s and I've never had a Big Mac, so I just went and did it. Gotta and go do it. Yeah. I mean, just for, and it's, it's okay. Yeah. I, I don't make it a habit, but there's better things. I do. <laughs> oh yeah, man Fair enough What do we missed? I don't know I know we missed something It was a very sh- compact episode it Well really we're, was. we're still down so so A lot um, of scenes to me Felt longer Than they typically run Yeah yeah As far as like true. There was less like Cut 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 yeah. cut It was more of a Stream of the conscious Like mm-hmm. Stream of the conscious I like that This is what the day happened Yeah This I, is what the day happened to This is what the day happened um, to During the deleted scene They I just wanted Like when Pam came in and talked to Michael, it was mint chocolate chip ice cream. It yeah. was. I was. Ju- I, I just wanted continuity error. Yeah, it was not necessarily continuity oh, error, or just was really. it like a yeah. di- did Creed like mint chocolate chip ice cream before he wanted cobbler? I just want to know what happened there. You know what it is. Um, this episode does have a continuity error because as Angela is going down the the different birth because it's birthday month, mm-hmm. and she talks about and if we remember back in season all the way back in season one in the Alliance, yeah, and they're trying to figure out whose birthday it's going to be, and mm-hmm. it's Ma- it's like okay, Meredith is the next one, but they had went like a couple months or yeah. something, but apparently there were like three or four birthdays before hers, including Mer- yeah, because Meredith is one grouped with all the others, but right, and not on her own somewhere. I found it interesting also that she's the one leading the leading the charge on the bitching against Jim when he got actually got her the devil's food cake, yeah. I thought that was kind of a odd placed thing. Yeah, it was. Um, you very. I feel like you saw that they were also pretty fickle. You know, like they weren't like everybody was more than happy to sign up for cakes and to smile at his face. But the minute that right. like his back was turned, they were all bitching with each other. Oh, they yeah. were all very much like one way, and then yeah, yeah, and quite the other the other way. And thank you for completing that thought that I couldn't finish. That's very right. simple thought. That's not good. But I like Creed. Becoming like the schoolyard bully. Yeah. We're not talking about nothing. <laughs> Come on, gang. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it's a tour de force for the man. He's just, and his just his interrogation of Jim. I was gonna say if we if we I don't think we're gonna do clips today, but if I would pick a clip to put up, it would be him and him versus Jim. Yeah, uh, and just the back and forth on that, and because he is he is menacing and all, but the it's still it's still funny. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and it, it we don't get to see we only get to see him being wacky and in moments. It's really that one sides. Yeah. But here we get a real interaction with him and an office person talking about stuff that's real, where he doesn't even always do that. It is his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the man does have somewhat of a grievance. Yeah. And, and in the end, the, the, he's really a bit of the backdrop of the episode. We we the, one of the deleted scenes was was um, when when Pam said. Uh, told Michael that it was his birthday, which we don't get that in the final cut of the episode. Yeah, for the guy, that's how uh, he, he should have. Michael should have picked a different day to go out into the woods. Yeah, a little surprised well, you did. You know, I'm well. Uh, it was reactionary, completely yeah. reactionary, and hurt. And I, I get that. It, that that must have hurt a lot. That just goes to show how much he was. In well, in the first like, I mean, two minutes of the episode was literally everybody talking in the most hurtful manner about this camping trip. Oh, right, right around him. Yeah, so, like, yeah, right. And then and then gleefully talking about it because he brings up the because he because he mocks Phyllis for, for her and Bob rock climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, and then uh, every one of those talking heads, you could tell that they're almost happy that Michael got left out. Literally everything they talk about is, and Michael yeah. wasn't invited. It's right. like every other thing. There's really yeah. there's really underlying themes about sort of office group think yeah. and, and office bullying sure. here. Sure. You know? And yeah, you know, all the cliques. Yeah. Office so, politics. Good <laughs> a very well-written episode. Yeah. It's pretty dense. I, I, I mean, the, the he, he's kind of got a point. He's got a, got a point there, but he is the one in charge always. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I had a point about that, and I completely forgot about it. I want to know how many other episodes uh, Steve Carell wrote. See if I can find those real quick. He's all over, he's all over this one, that guy. Jim? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a um, I mean, he has that thousand yard stare at the end, which I think a lot of people have, who aren't who aren't sure about their careers, and then they get that realization like, oh. Man. Yeah, that's such a great moment. Where, it really where, is. Where Michael says the that I didn't think I was going to be here ten years either. Yeah, I, I, this is one of the rare moments. Where this I remember what I was going to say. This is one of the rare, rare moments we, he actually has respect for Michael by the yeah. end of it. Yeah, he actually he's so relieved, and he had no idea he would he you, you couldn't he would never have believed that. I think at the start of this episode. Yeah, like oh, you know, Michael could never come back. He'd be like, great. That'd be oh, and his one. My, I think my favorite line of his in this. Is when, Michael says, when I come back, I will be a completely different person. He goes, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. Mike just doesn't, he just does not break stride. No. I, uh, I do have trivia if we want to. Yeah. Trivia. What we got for trivia? Trivia. Oh, okay. Trivia question. Number one. Uh, why can't Jim hypothetically go camping with Michael? Uh, he has to give blood. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Exactly, uh, and and for everyone who may be not sure, the blood has. I'm sorry, the body has an unlimited amount of blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like the fact that Michael. That's also a peer inside his his kid like brain. As I think, when you are a kid, you're one like, oh, I only have so much that I can. Yeah, that's such a childlike thing. I, I love the little detail. Isn't it nine pints at any given time though? Is it? Yeah, like you, you, you do have to make more. Oh, yeah, you do yeah. have to make more. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's the joke is that oh, it can make more. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. 
Nine pints. I like is, the idea that, that, is that the max? Steve, wow. Steve thinks nice. you run out. That was just kind you know of. What? You know what? You know what? You can run out. People bleed to death. So that's why not everybody donates a lot because some you only have. So oh yeah, much. hemophiliacs. Yeah, I don't uh, like that needles. And <laughs> <laughs> hemophiliacs. <Yeah. laughs> nah, man. What else you got? <laughs> Did I just fuck that up? Nah, what's all? Are Maybe. they called hemophiliacs? Yeah. Okay. That's well, no, but that's people who like who when they bleed they can't stop bleeding. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. It's hemophilia. I couldn't, Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, but people that suffer from that are hemophiliacs. Gotcha. That's just a funny word. Maniac. Yeah. I know. That is funny. All right. Number two. Uh, which a heart attack? <laughs> hack, hack, hack. Sorry. <laughs> which weapon does Dwight keep in the ceiling? Sword. Yes. I don't cut. That's a good nice. one. Uh, number three. How many people are working in this office? Thirteen. Thirteen. I only said it yeah. ten times in this episode. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, four. What food is Toby allergic to? We didn't talk about this actually. Ooh. When does he talk about it? Is it in the scene he's with Jim? He's talking when, yeah, when he's asking Jim if he can be included. Is that what, was that the only thing served at his party? Uh, that's, uh, that's, no, not oh, his party. Strawberries? No. Mm-hmm. It's maybe. Is he, oh, is them. he allergic to peaches? Nope. Uh, what is it? Mushrooms. Whales? Mushrooms. Oh, because <laughs> the mushroom caps. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the way he says it's the most sad sack, just mopey. I'm allergic to mushrooms. <laughs> so bad. All right, number five. Yeah. Oh, name all three people who said it. Michael wasn't invited. Janice? No. Oh, uh, Phyllis. Janice. Yeah, Phyllis. Phyllis. You got it. Pam. True. And Toby. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great one, too, because... Uh, I don't know. I guess it's hey, not Hey, nobody even... cares. Yeah. That's one I forgot. I like, I like my... That's, he doesn't care. <laughs> That's who doesn't care, actually. <laughs> wrap it up. Oh, man. Well, I guess we're going to wrap up this up. We are going to wrap it up. Let's do that. Trevor, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having yeah. me, guys. This was fun. Yeah, I appreciate you coming you. all the way. It's like my favorite episode, so this was really... Yeah, that worked out really well. It yeah, was It was, it was honestly coincidental. I was very excited when I saw this was the episode I was on. Yeah. We need to guess it's a fun really, one. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. We need to guess real hard what your second favorite episode is and maybe have you back for that. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> think real hard. Okay. <laughs> all right, good times. Uh, Brian, thank you for coming <laughs> all the way thank out here. You, thank you. Oh, I know. Glad to see you again. The voyage. Yeah. I know. Always fun. And glad to have all of you with us today on the People Persons Paper Podcast. As always, we're happy to have you. And we hope you will join us next week because next week we're going to find out uh, someone special in Michael's diary. The People Persons Paper Podcast is a Channel Four and a Half production. The People Persons Paper Podcast is hosted by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Executive produced by Landry Miller, Hilton Price, and Michael Zampino. Engineering and editing done by Hilton Price. Turn up my headphones. You should just put the headphones all the way up to begin with. Yeah, just turn the headphones on. Yeah.